Hey guys, we're here again. It's me, Dennis. I'm here with my lovely wife. Jenea, and we really hope you guys have been having an awesome week this far. But what are we talking about this week, babe? Uh, tonight we're going to be talking about forgiving my memories and forgiving my choices. Hmm. Um, I'm really excited about this episode. I'm really excited to have this conversation. We talked about this briefly over the weekend, but we really want to delve into it and show and shed some light on this conversation for you all to hear. So here we go. So in talking about the topic, forgiving my memories and forgiving my choices, I wanted to delve into a specific area of that. Um, we're usually taught or told by others to forgive a person mm-hmm. or forgive um, specifically that family member or that friend that may have hurt you, you know, in whatever issue it may have been. But we seldom and rarely talk about how to forgive or to forgive the memory of whatever happened in that situation. Yeah. And just speaking of forgiveness and like forgiving the actual event and we talk about forgiving the memory, let's just kind of take a step back and let's talk about what actually forgiveness is. I know a lot of times people say, oh, you got to forgive what that person did to you, you know, or they could, you got to forgive that offense and all that stuff that people say. But okay, so what, what exactly is forgiveness though? And why is it so mm-hmm. hard for some people to forgive? Well, let's start with what forgiveness is not. Okay. Forgiveness is not giving somebody a pass for hurting you. Wow. I'm going to say it again. Wow. Forgiveness is not <laughs> giving somebody a pass for hurting you or crossing your boundaries or doing something to you. That's not what forgiveness is, y'all. Yeah. So it'd be hard to forgive somebody if you believe that, okay, if I forgive Bobby for punching me in the face, well, Bobby's going to do it again. No, forgiveness isn't saying it's okay, do it again. Forgiveness is saying I forgive you. I release you from your your bond to me or your debt to me. I'm not going to hold this anger against you, but it doesn't necessarily mean that we're going to be friends again or be in a relationship again or that you're going to be in a position to repeat what you did to me again. So Exactly. Yeah, that's what forgiveness is. And then talking about the memory like like you were talking about, babe. Mm-hmm. Once you forgive, how do you heal? from what happened to you like much the same way that bobby can punch you in the face and then you i'm I'm saying bobby like i thought about bobby and whitney that wasn't that's the wrong (laughs) that wasn't on purpose (laughs) let me say randy Uh -uh. so randy can randy brown so randy can punch you in the face (laughs) randy can punch you in the face and you can forgive Randy for the act of punching you in the face, but if your face is like swollen and bleeding or hurting, now you're tasked with, okay, how do I heal mm-hmm. from this? And that's the part that I feel like kind of gets left out. So people can feel like, well, I, I forgive him, but I'm still hurting. Yeah. And w- like, what, what, what do you do with that, man? So <clears throat> I want to, I want to s- s- rewind a little bit to something you said, um, about bonds and, uh, about bond, the, the, mm. And being bound um, to the person through forgiveness. Um, you, said them, you said something very key in there. Um, when you forgive someone, it is the release of that 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 tether, that attachment to that person. Yeah, you no longer hurt, hold that person in your memory space or in your body or emotionally for whatever they did. You no longer keep them captive in that space. So. 
that's really, really big and important to talk about. You release that person from the jail of that memory. Yeah. And that's a, that's a visual way to think about it. That you're holding them captive for however long it takes you to forgive them for whatever issue it may be. So I just wanted to jump in and kind of and chime in on that part about she said something that I didn't want to I didn't want to just gloss over and speed past. Yeah. I think that was important. But <clears throat> I think and I think also within forgiveness, we have to remember that forgiveness is a command. Yeah. You know, <clears throat> I'm gonna take this to a biblical level. Forgiveness is a command that God gives us. We are commanded to forgive. Forgive as you want to be forgiven. That is what the Bible tells us to do. So it is a release. It is a true release to forgive someone because it not only releases them, but it releases you. Yeah. And I want to add to that too, babe, just it releases them and it releases you. And it also releases God's forgiveness into your life. Like Mm -hmm. when you look at, when you look at the Lord's prayer where it says, forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors so mm-hmm. it's kind of saying okay well if you're not forgiving the people that owe you something yep you're not forgiving the people that have hurt you yep. are you blocking god's forgiveness and his yep. grace in your life for what you've done yeah it, it, it's it's written that way it seems that way and it is that way you know we have to pay attention to sometimes the bible can be uh can be you know in parables and paraphrases and 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 uh, analogies and examples but also the bible is very literal you know a lot of times in the bible god is telling us specifically forgive as you would like to be forgiven you know i'm going to dole out you know god is basically saying i'm going to dole out forgiveness at the measure that you forgive yeah so that's something to be mindful of and to not take it as a a a thing where I'm not going to forgive this person and, and I, I refuse. And as you're saying that and when you're doing that, you're basically telling God that I don't want any of your forgiveness, Lord. Mm. I don't want you to help me out. I don't want you to release me from my prisons because mm. I don't because I'm not going to release this person out of their prisons. So God is like, well, I'm not going to release you out of your prisons. So it's something to be mindful of. It is a command by God to be followed. But if we don't, we realize that not only is the person that we're not forgiving in captivity, but we're also in captivity. So it's something to be very mindful of. And that's that's heavy, too, when you think about that. Like if you'd be blocking up your own forgiveness of people, like to say blocking your own blessings. Blocking your own blessings. <laughs> by not forgiving somebody else. But that's something, babe, that I think I really struggled with. Mm-hmm. Like just honestly in my life, because sometimes people can just do things to you, hurt and, you. Yeah, they can hurt you really badly, and you can say out of your mouth. Like I've always heard that forgiveness is a decision, which I agree that forgiveness is a decision. Mm-hmm. So you can choose to let somebody go, mm-hmm. but the hard part that I think people don't really connect that way is okay. So once you've forgiven that person, if the pain is still there yeah. from what they did, so yeah. let's say you're in a relationship, some idiot cheats on you or something like that. Okay. <laughs> I don't yeah. know why that's the first example that came to my mind. I mean, but... it's a very common example. So yeah. there's no, no you know thought to why it would come. You know, it's very common. So I think people can relate to that, right, y'all? I mean, I would think. So yeah. So this guy comes up to you, or girl, we could say babe, yeah. or girl that, that did you dirty in the past, and you've chosen to forgive them at the Bible commands. You've given it to God, you know, to the best of your ability, gave it to God, and mm-hmm. 
you moved on. But then they walk by, you see them, you get that little pain in your stomach and that anger, your, your fist might kind of tighten up. <laughs> you still feel a little bit angry. You mm-hmm. still feel some of that hurt and that pain that person calls you. And you might be confused and think, well, I forgave them or, yeah. I, or I thought I forgave them. I but, said it. Yeah. Well, did I forgive them? Well, you know. I don't know. And just, is there a difference, babe, between, okay, forgiveness and healing from what actually happened? Yes. Yes. Forgiveness. And this is going to get into examples and analogies. Um, just follow along with me, guys. My husband is the king of analogies, y'all. <laughs> he really is. Go ahead. <laughs> so you can. So in one way, you can forgive someone and put present yourself, forgive someone or something and present yourself in the same exact situation that hurts you and be fine and be totally fine. And in another way, you can forgive someone and you need to get away from them. You need to, you know, move far, far away, you know, disconnect all phone lines, you know, delete your Facebook, your Instagram, all your social media and get away from them, you know, completely. Because if you go back, that person will hurt you again. That person will put you in a position to where you it's detrimental for you. So in an example of that, let's say you cut yourself while you're cooking, you know, the knife, you know, you're, you're chopping, you know, you're chopping food, you know, you, you might be, you know, uh, watching your kids at the same time or watching TV at the same time, listening to something on the radio or something like that. And you cut your finger cooking. You can heal up from that and go right back to that same scenario and go back to chopping onions again and be in a place where as long as I pay attention to what I'm doing, I'm fine. Yeah. I'm fine and I'm good. And I can go back into the same environment and be okay because I've healed, I've forgiven, and now I'm back. And I'm good now. Using the same knife. Using the same exact knife, the same exact chopping block, cooking the same exact meal. Yeah. So in another scenario of that, <clears throat> you know, um, someone with a sickness, you know, maybe cancer, you know, maybe lung cancer, you know, um, they, you know, get sick from smoking cigarettes, get cancer. You know, you have to remove yourself from that cancerous environment of cigarettes. Mm. You have to detach yourself from it and no longer go back because it will hurt you again. If you go back to, if I was smoking a, a uh, almost a pack a day, you know, however many cigarettes it is, a pack of day and I stop, I suddenly stop because, Hey, the doctor let me know I have cancer. I'm sick. I'm doing bad. My, my condition is going to continue to worsen yeah. if I continue to smoke and put myself in the same environment over and over and over again. I'm only going to be, you know, going down a very slippery slope. In that case, I have to remove myself from that, from that thing, that environment of cigarettes. I have to remove myself from it. I have to maybe clean up my diet, maybe change my routines and, and separate myself from that thing because it will hurt me again. And both of those things are healing and forgiveness. Both of those things are one and the same. They can happen both at the same time, but in different ways. So that is one example. Those are two examples to, for everyone to kind of sit back and think about. You can both find healing and forgiveness in the same environment and also in a separate environment. That's good. That's it just really depends. Good. That's really good examples, babe. Just because the whole knife, like this analogy and then mm-hmm. like the cigarette smoking, it goes to like this wider conversation about boundaries mm-hmm. and how the bottom line, some people just aren't good for you. Yeah. Some people are just, I don't want to say toxic. 
I mean, I mean, that's the that's the worst, the current <laughs> word, this current word, the current word of society. So I, I use it, you know. Yeah, but even even beyond toxic. So there are some people that may just have some issues, and you know, we kind of leave them where they are. But even beyond that, sometimes maybe just you and a certain person just don't gel well together. Mm-hmm. And maybe it's not anything that's necessarily wrong with them. It's just your boundaries and the way they're set up and just how they are. Y'all just don't, y'all don't mesh. Y'all don't mix. Yeah, y'all are oil and water. You know, it just is what it is. Nothing's wrong with oil by itself. Nothing's wrong with water by itself. But when you put them two together, they do not mix. It just is what it is. Exactly. And so when it comes to somebody like that and forgiveness... Going back to what forgiveness does not mean, like I said before, forgiveness does not mean necessarily taking somebody back into a relationship with you, being buddy-buddy, putting them into a position to do, to do the same thing again. Yes, you can still forgive someone, but also get your space, mm-hmm. have your boundaries, and possibly go your separate ways. I mean, there's nothing wrong with that. Yeah. And you can still forgive them as well. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's important. That's important. And I want to go back into actual, and I want, and I'm going to let my wife do a lot of explaining in this. I'm just going to give a few examples and also talk about a few topics we talked about um, during the weekend. But forgiveness is a staged act. It is not just, um, it is not just a one, you know, a one piece thing. It's not just a, uh, a one decision or a one, you know, a one choice. It is a, it, it, forgiveness and that's what i'm gonna talk about right now needs to be fleshed out as what it is we have to forgive the person we also have to forgive the memory or the choice that we made in that action because all of these things have to be let go they have to be moved on from because we see it nowadays where i know a lot of people can be in the same room backing in the person that hurt them they can walk along with them they can ride in the same car with them they can eat food with them and enjoy a good time with them but they always keep the memory of that person and what they did to them and their choices that they made within that situation that had hurt them. Hmm. So I want to talk more about forgiveness and forgiving the actual memory, the actual memory of what happened, whether that person may have hit you, hurt you, damaged you, frustrated you, you know, cursed you out, whatever the situation was that, you know, you may have forgiven that person. Hey, I I love you. I I forgive you. But that memory still walks with me. Yeah. And I think it's important to note that memory is going to walk with you for the rest of your life until you let that memory go. Not so much the person because you've already done that. Most of us have already done that. It is the memory of whatever happened. And that's so important to talk about. And I want to I want to shed some light on that too of what you're saying about forgiving the memory. I think another way that we can even term that babe is to say healing. Mm-hmm. You're healing from the memory of what happened to you, or you're healing from the effects that what that person did to you, mm-hmm. that offense that they perpetrated against you. You're healing from those effects because I know in the past it's it's bothered me when I say okay I forgave somebody, but I still felt angry. I still mm-hmm. felt hurt. Then I felt convicted, possibly like, oh, Lord, I'm trying to forgive. I'm trying to do what you said. Mm-hmm. But I, I still feel angry. I still feel upset. And it's still, it still hurts. So yeah. I think that's something that we don't want you guys to take, away, to take away from this conversation is that in order to forgive somebody, you have to act like it didn't happen and mm-hmm. repress those memories and repress the feelings, but repress your very real emotions that arose from what happened, because that's not going to help you to forgive anybody. Mm-mm. And it's in, and I, I'm sorry for cutting you off, babe, it's but okay, it's babe. the, the, the memories and the healing that is internal. 
That is internal in nature. The reason why you can you walk past someone and you get you cringe or you enter you're in a room with that person and you're you're feeling tense or you're sweating or your heart is racing because that memory is within you. Yeah. It is in your actual is it is in your orifices, it is in your body. You know, and that's something to take note of. That memory is within you. The person may be over there across the room, but you have that memory of them or whatever happened between you all. It's in you and it's causing a disturbance within you. And you can feel it. Like like you said, you it's literally it. in your body. You can literally, literally have like a physical reaction to somebody based on what they did to you. So how do we get past this? Like, what do you do when you want to forgive somebody, but you really just feel like, y'all, I really can't forgive. I'm so upset. I'm so hurt. I'm still feeling the pain of this. What do you do? Well, like we said before, what you don't do is don't act like it's not there. Mm-hmm. Don't act like it's all good and things are great with this person, if it's really not. If because really if, you, not. if you can't be honest with yourself about what's really going on, you can't be honest with that person, and you're not going to be able to find peace. So. Mm-hmm. My number one thing I would tell someone to do if they really want to forgive and then go past forgiveness and heal so that it can be a fully a, a fully forgiven issue. Oh, she's going into counselor mode. I'm well, going to sit back. <laughs> I'm going to sit back and let her go. Well, kind of. I mean, I think most most of our listeners know that I am a counselor, y'all. Mm-hmm. I'm a social worker. I'm doing therapy right the now. The coldest so ever. Do... The best counselor ever. Oh, thank you, mom. <laughs> the best one. They got out here. So anyway, so I do counsel. And so when it comes to the issue of forgiveness and healing... You first really have to grieve the situation. And when I say grieve, a lot of people say, well, what does that mean? Just cry about it? That could be part of it. Mm -hmm. Grieving means whatever it means to you. Because like I said, you can't ignore the pain. You can't ignore the fact that that pain is there in your body Mm -hmm. that is hurting you. You need an outlet for that. You need to be able to express that I am still mad. I am still pissed. I am still hurt. And therapy is one good way to do that. Also, journaling. Journaling gets that 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 energy out of your body because it's literally like this 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 oppressive like type energy that's inside of you this anger it needs to come this out. sadness exactly it can't stay locked up so mm-hmm. if maybe kickboxing works for you working out works for you yelling works for you maybe journaling works for you or just getting it out some type of way talking through it talking through the issue with a counselor it needs to come out it needs to be acknowledged and it needs to come out it needs to be able to grieve that I yes. mean, I also believe that a part of that, of course, we're Christians, crying out to God about that, yeah. saying, God, I'm trying to forgive this person. I am hurt. Mm-hmm. I am upset. I am pissed off. I'm hurt. I'm angry. And I, I, I can't do it. Like, God, I need help. I need healing. We're not perfect. We're not perfect. Um, I'm going to mess up this, 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 this saying, but it goes, uh, it goes something like this, you know, buried pain doesn't die. That was perfect to me. <laughs> it's the, it, it's, the, it's 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 said a little bit differently, but buried pain doesn't die. It, it, all you're doing is all this all this happening is when you're burying stuff or we're stuffing stuff down into our in the, the the bottom pit of our bodies or our mind is all it's doing is gonna it's it's being cultivated now. It's being it's, think of it as a seed. You know, the first thing you do with a seed is is bury it. Hmm. But guess what? It's coming back. And it's coming back bigger, stronger, faster than whatever, whatever went down in the ground, you know, that it used oh, to be. Good. So it's something to be mindful of. It's never over. It's never done. You know, just because you buried it, it's not done in it, but it's, and it's also coming back stronger, better and faster than it went down. Yeah, it's so it's something done. to be mindful of. It's not done until it's dealt with, y'all. So that's mm-hmm. the point we're trying to really hammer into y'all. And that was really good about bearing it, and then it comes back. Like, whoa, that really, that, that'll, that'll, that'll preach. 
but <laughs> but anyway <laughs> bearing it and then it comes back that's so true y'all so hopefully we've cemented this and hammered this into y'all's head enough that forgiveness is not acting as if something is cool acting like you're over it acting like you're good when you know you know good and well you still feel the little, that little tinge in your stomach or that little feeling in your chest that tightness in your throat whatever that may look like and like i said before the only way to really get rid of that is to number one acknowledge acknowledge it and then to express it grieve it in some type of way and grieving mm-hmm. may look like some space from that person yeah. it can be a permanent space if you choose not to put them back in that situation depending on the character of the person of who it is mm-hmm. but even if it's somebody that you're in close relationship it close relationship with that you want to continue the relationship space isn't always a bad thing while you're healing Space is not always a bad thing at all and i'll speak more a little i'll speak something else into into this conversation also for uh it's a part of the title forgiving my choices hmm. we have to forgive ourselves and heal and forgive forgive ourselves and heal within ourselves for our choices you know we all have those shoulda coulda woulda but I didn't moments. Yeah. And that's something big within forgiveness. We have to let that go. That's not talked about. Also, the shoulda, coulda, woulda, they travel with us for almost the rest of our lives and everything that we do. You know, that's something that also has to be forgiven and let go and released. At the end of the day, we made the choices we made. We did what we did. You know, could it, could it have been better? Yes. Should it have been better? Maybe. We don't know. But as time moves on, that situation um, comes with us because it's being tethered by our choices, the memory of our choices. And I I wanted to delve back into that because I didn't want to zoom past that because that is very important because we have a lot of people that are probably thinking, you know, even though I forgive the situation, I'm I'm mad at myself for the decision that I made, Mm. for the choice that I made within the situation. I could have ran. I could have told someone. I could have called someone. I could have said no. I could have said yes. You know, and 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 that's the stuff that 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 travels with us, and that that's stuff that I, that I hurt with personally. You know, the choices that I've made. You know, it's something that I'm working on. You know, this this conversation is very personal and deep for for both me and my wife. You know what that's called in the therapy world, babe. What the shoulda, coulda, woulda, I shoulda did this. If only I had known this. If only I had done that. Mm-hmm. That's that denial, denial phase okay. of the grieving process. No, it's actually bargaining. I'm sorry, y'all. That's bargaining. the bargaining phase of the grieving process. Okay, bargaining. If y'all aren't familiar with what the the stages of the grieving process are, I believe number one is denial. Don't put me on the spot right now. I know there's a couple of them. <laughs> Take your time. Take your time. <laughs> I know denial is one of them. Then I believe there's like anger. There's bargaining, there's depression, and then I believe at the very end, you get to acceptance. When mm-hmm. people are in that stage of saying, okay, well, why did this happen? Or why did I do that? I should have done this. If only I could have done that. That's in the bargaining stage of the, the grieving process. Mm-hmm. And so going back to grieving to heal, you have to allow yourself to go through that whole process of denial all the way up to acceptance. And that's big. I don't, I don't want to stop it, but you're basically saying that if I'm saying I should have, could have, would have, and a situation has been 20, 30 years ago, or 10, 15 years ago, or five, one, two, three years ago, I'm stuck within the process. That's exactly what I haven't what I'm let it go. So that, that I, I didn't want to, I didn't want to, you know, slide past that, what you said. You're saying, if I'm saying, if I'm still saying shoulda, coulda, woulda, even though the situation may have happened a while ago, however long ago it been, it's been, I'm stuck within a process. I'm, I'm not even near completion. 
Right. I'm within the process right now. You know, and that's big for people to hear and to know and understand that that is a part of a process. You are not at the end of the process. You are not, you know, you're not, you're not finished. You have more to go. You're still somewhere within the process. Somewhere within the process. You're trying to get to acceptance. And can there be true forgiveness if we haven't really accepted, okay, this is what happened. It is what it is. I'm forgiving you for it. If you're still living in any type of denial or bargaining or kind of going back and forth, how can you really truly forgive and truly heal and truly move on if you've still been unable to accept that this is what it is? It is what it is. This is what it is. I'm acknowledging it and I'm going to forgive. I'm going to heal. I'm going to move on. When you're still in that process, you ain't there yet. Yeah. And you're going to, and depend. it's all depending on you. How long, how, how long you're going to stay in this process. And I think that's, I, I just think that's big to hear, you know, and that's why I really wanted you to open up and talk about the, the, the grieving process. That's big. Uh, you know, I, I, one of the major things that I love that having my wife here to, uh, to talk about these things with you all, it gives it formal titles. It gives it actual titles. It gives you something to leave with. When I just, I'm not just in here throwing out different information, analogies as my wife, you know, thinks I'm the, the, the example king. The analogy king. The analogy king. But <laughs> I'm not just out here throwing out, you know, balloons, rainbows, sunshine and tying it into cars, planes and automobiles. I'm not, I'm not doing that. She's actually here to give you all the formal names, the formal resources for these things. So you can leave with this. You can walk away with having some formal knowledge of what it, what exactly we're talking about. So I just want to thank my wife for com- for for always sharing these things with you all and me first. I get them first, and you all get them right after that. So I just want to thank her right now on here for that. Um, so with that being said, um, we hope we did a good job of covering this this, this topic for you all. We um we thank you all for listening and uh we just hope to see you all again. Hope you all check us out. You know, we'll be there will be another oh, wait, episode babe. coming out. Wait, babe. Let me what? say one last thing about it. Right oh, quick. go go ahead. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, I'm wait. sorry guys. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, you're good, babe. This is the last thing I want to say and then we can wrap it up for real, but I just wanted to say kind of going off what you were saying about the whole process. And thank you for that too, babe. That acknowledgement. That was really Aww. sweet. But besides that, I guess the thing that we really want y'all to get is that the first step of really truly forgiving those memories, forgiving those choices, healing from your own choices, healing from what other people have done to you, you have to be able to call a thing a thing. Mm. I really want y'all to walk away with, okay, forgiveness is not saying that what they did is okay. Forgiveness is also not repressing what you're really feeling, repressing how you're your reactions to what happened, repressing just your emotion. It's calling a thing a thing. It's sitting on what happened, sitting in what happened, mm-hmm. sitting in the uncomfortable emotion of what you're feeling, calling a thing a thing, expressing it, grieving it. And that's the first step on the path to forgiveness. So I want to leave, want to leave all with that today. Call a thing a thing. It's the first step of forgiveness and healing. Thank you all for listening. This has been Dennis and Jenea from the Something For Us podcast. And we'll see you guys next week. Bye. Bye.